Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on, brother? Oh, man, it's a... A hectic day. Very big sports day, especially if you're a Philadelphia fan, as I am. We have Philadelphia Phillies baseball that we got to see. Uh, No Sixers tonight, but, you know, Flyers played and, you know, basketball fans as it is. So, you know, it was just a a fun day. You know what I mean? Fun day. It's been a a fun week for Philly sports. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I know the Phillies dropped it today, but but man, they were they had every intention. They they, they had every inkling they were going to win that game. Yeah, they got out quick. They jumped on Blake Snell. Uh, Would have liked to see him chase Blake a little earlier in the game, but uh, he kind of battled through, and um, you know they ended up, you know the the pods ended up getting to Nola with a couple solo shots, and uh, eventually. Down go the fills, but it's been a, a nice red October here, and they've kind of outperformed everything that we had anticipated for them. Um, you know, well, me, I, I, I don't know if I'm speaking for you. Uh, no, you, you absolutely are. I was ready to write them off in fucking September. Yeah, yeah, Wave it's just of, been of last year, <laughs> but it's just been it's been pretty magical around these parts. And you know, your your birds got another big one uh, against the Cowboys yep. Sunday yep. night football. That was pretty sweet. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. So you're you're living large. Yeah, my uh, my dick's touching the floor right now. Wow. Okay. Um, let's talk about this Thursday night game. Got the Saints and the Cardinals. I don't know if if that'll get a rise out of you. See what I did there. I um, I, I did. Yeah, but uh, the Cardinals are two point favorites at home, where they haven't won a game in their last eight. The total is forty three and a half. The money line, they are minus 135 against these Saints. Jameis Winston may be playing. Um, how do you how do you have this one handicapped, if that at all? Um, I definitely have it. Um, I've actually already bet it. Uh, just bet it. Uh, put a couple couple bucks on it tonight. Um, but but I'm on the I'm on the cards here, heavy. Mm. Um, I I I know that they've had some home struggles, but I mean, listen. When Hopkins isn't there, this team struggles. And, you know, he's back, and it's his homecoming, and and you know he's going to get a ton of work because Hollywood Brown just went down. Um, you do get to bring in uh, – they traded for Robbie Anderson, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think the, the Panthers may have traded him at halftime. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, some real shit going on on that sideline. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you get to – you get to bring in a guy who's in game shape who can probably, I mean, he's been a couple places. He understands how to pick up playbooks pretty well. So you get him and you get DeAndre Hopkins, who's been salivating waiting for this. Not only do you get that, but you get Kyler Murray, who's been salivating to have him back. So I love the cards here. Um, 
and at two, I think it's great. I'm I'm very happy that it's not at three. So I'm on the cards here uh, for for a full unit and loving every second of it. Yep, I will quickly agree with you. I'm on the money line here, so I'm I'm risking the win one unit at the minus one thirty five against the Saints. It's it's kind of a prove it prove it kind of game, I think for for old Cliff. He is on the hot seat, and that thing is starting to burn. Um, you know, he was brought in as a you know young up and comer, play caller, offensive minded genius. And now it, it, it almost sounds like in the press that he's trying to hand off play calling duties to anybody that'll that'll take it from he can call you know, me. Yeah, yeah, sure. You you do I'll call do a, you call him a hell of a Madden yeah. Madden game script. Uh, oh, yeah. but yeah, but but Cliff Cliff needs to prove it. And I, I think um, you know, the the Arizona faithful are starting to starting to really really uh, you know think about a replacement. And I think he's going to task Kyler with you know, taking off the training wheels and letting this offense rip. You're getting Hopkins back. I said I wouldn't bet bet the Cardinals until he's back, and here we are. So I'm on the Cardinals. I like D Hop. I like Robbie Anderson. I think he he can provide another vertical threat out there. And um, I just I don't like this Saints team. I, I don't like um, you know Jameis. I if if Andy Dalton plays, it wouldn't change my mind, but I think it would give the Saints a shot. I'm rolling with Arizona here on Thursday night on the money line. Yeah, and and one of the big things about this that um, a lot of people are kind of overlooking is if you look at that division, uh, the Cardinals are sitting at two and four right now, and the other three teams are all three and three. Hmm. The Cardinals are still dead in the thick of it. I mean, they are not out of this whatsoever. They played the Eagles tough uh, two weeks ago. The team has a little bit of life. They can put up numbers. Kyler Murray can score the football. This team can score. Um, their biggest issue is that they're missing their number one wideout. You know what I mean? It, it's difficult to win when you're missing your number one wideout, especially a guy who means as much to Kyler as DeAndre Hopkins does. So, you know, looking at this game, they're still in the thick of it. There's no reason to start throwing this and looking for new quarterbacks or, or worrying about the draft or anything like that. I mean, this team – you know, the whole NFC is is kind of weird right now because most teams are three and three or below, and then you got a couple who are way at the top. So, you know, it's it's you're probably going to have to win this division if you want to make the playoffs. So, I think that really really puts a, a a real big fire under the ass of of Cliff and the end boys. Yep, and um. I will also just as a, a final note on this game because we, we're going to move on, but I'm going to be on Kyler Murray rushing props over, over. So I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to use his legs a little bit to get us some cash. So I've come to expect that of you. Yeah. Yep. Love, love the running quarterback props. I know. You do. I know. It's like low hanging fruit out there. It makes me look yeah. good sometimes. And it All feels right. like college a little bit, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next up, we've got the Colts visiting the Titans. This game opened a pick. The Colts are now two and a half point dogs. Uh, the total is set at 42 and a half. And you can have the Titans money line if you want it at minus 139. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna keep the spread here um, because I actually feel comfortable with the Titans to giving up the two and a half. Um, I'm sorry to say this. I know you're a, a Colts fan, but uh, this Titans team has really turned it around. This team 
understands what their identity is. Uh, they've started to play better defense. Derrick Henry's cooking a little bit now. Um, and one thing that, you know, you never really had as much before, but you do have now is that Derrick Henry looks like he might be able to also catch the ball out of the backfield, which one of his strong points in the past. No, but you know what? Maybe it's just, you know, you kind of fell into it out of necessity. Um, because you weren't getting a ton out of your wideouts or, you know, you, you just needed him to get a little bit more uh, like involved in the offense, whatever it is. Uh, but, you know, he's been catching the ball out of the backfield over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, 2020, you know, two stats here uh, this year, he's, he's sitting at the 408 yards rushing uh, 3.9 per carry. He's got five touchdowns there, but he's got 10 receptions for 121 yards and he's got all 10 of those just over the last five games. So, I mean, he's, he's starting to really force teams to watch him in multiple areas. And I think that spells issues for a Colts team that hasn't been great in the front seven area so far this year. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to give the, the two and a half here and, and, and go ahead and take, a unit on on the old Titans, the Titans, I believe is Titans. The, okay, I'm on the Colts here. I'm, I'm on the money line because I just can't allow myself to bet anything else in this game. So I'm going to take the plus 125 hanging at DraftKings for the Colts for a half unit. Old man Matt Ryan was cooking last weekend. He was. Yeah, he was. I think he, I think he spun the ball nearly 60 times. What was he like? 42 of 58 for. <laughs> Four bills and a, and a game winner uh, to Alec Pierce. Also, there there may be help on the horizon. Now we're we're recording here Wednesday night, um, but Jonathan Taylor he was limited at practice on Wednesday, which is good. Uh, Shaq Leonard was a, a also a limited participant at uh, practice. Naheem Hines practiced fully on Wednesday, uh, so it looks like it looks like those um, you know some weapons are coming back. Shaq Leonard is a a huge part. He's like the quarterback of this Colts defense, the the true engine that makes it run. So if he's out there, this is a completely different unit. Um, and I think Matt Ryan is starting to, to figure it out. I mean, you know, if you do anything 58 times, you're going to, you're going to start to get better at it. So that's I, I true. That, yeah. You know, it's just, that's just math. I think that's how math works. So give me the Colts on the money line for half unit plus one twenty five. Next up. The five and one New York football giants are three point dogs on the road heading to Jacksonville. Uh, the total is 42 and a half. The money line can be had. The Jaguars minus 154. The Giants are plus 140. What are you doing with this one? I mean, the Giants have just been like the story of the season so far without doing anything spectacularly. What, what are you doing with these guys? So I've been on record six times this year about how I don't believe in the Giants and I'm ready for them to make their fall. Six times this year, I've been wrong. <laughs> they lost once. Yeah, but I don't know if I had them that game or not. I don't okay. remember. But I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm over six here. All right, because that's how, how much I've underestimated this team. Um, But fuck them. Okay. I do not believe in this team. 
I don't. I'm sorry. I don't believe in them. Uh, I believe that the fact that they're five and one here going against a two and four Jacksonville Jaguar team and their dogs on the road shows that not a lot of people believe in them still. Um, I'm, I'm, I just, I can't, I can't, I, I, I watch what they do. I watch how they stay in games and they're just like a, they're a muck it up team and they kind of stick around and then they just fucking find a way to win. And at some point that bites you in the ass. And I can think of no better time than going down to Jacksonville and facing a coach that you saw twice a year, at least for multiple years in Doug Peterson. I just, I think Doug Peterson understands this team. He understands Daniel Jones. He understands what they want to do. And I think that this is going to be the week that the Giants fall. Um, so I'm I'm on a unit for the money line for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I'm on the other side here. I like the Giants, man. Um, I'm taking a half unit on the Giants money line plus 140 for all the reasons that you spoke about. They muck it up. They, they play ugly. They win ugly. They know how to win these close games. Uh, Saquon has looked incredible so far this year. And, um, you know, he's healthy. And, you know, on the injury report right now. Oh, shit. Is he really? Yes. Yeah. Questionable for the game. He's playing. Practice it at a limited capacity. That's fine. Most likely, most likely he'll be out there. Yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play. If he plays, I'm on the money line, plus 140. Also, I guess on, on the injury report, uh, John Feliciano, which I'm not sure if you saw or not, but shit himself during the game this week. <laughs> I did not. A, yes, there is a video out there. I will send it to you. Uh, there is a skid in his pants, and you see him walk gingerly off the field. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the injury report now. I see that he's on it. I don't see any details whatsoever, which may be telling. Like, is it a loose sphincter? Probably um, hurt pride. Was he? Did Monix punch him in the journal? You know, I mean, it it makes sense. Wow. Did, anyway, did you uh, him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're probably going to trade this guy. I just sent you this. Uh, okay. On there, uh, so take take a look when you get. I a will. Chance. I'll, I'll I'll do that when it's your turn to talk. Yes, um, and anybody listening who needs this video in their life, please ask me for it because I have it locked and loaded, ready to go out. The person who took the video even wrote on the video, Feliciano pooped himself. <laughs> and you can get that video at King Kyle Betts on Twitter. Bingo. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I like the Giants here. I don't like uh, the Jags. I think we're starting to see them um, you know, come back down to earth here. The Giants are just so well coached. I am a huge, huge believer in this, this um, coaching staff. And every week they have bulletin material, you know, bulletin board material that nobody believed in this type of thing. And I mean, that can motivate you. That can motivate Absolutely. an NFL team. And these these guys just grind out wins. I look for them to do it at least once more. Give me the Giants plus one forty. I'm going to tee up this next game, and then I'm going to watch Feliciano poop himself. Love it. Uh, yeah, so we've got the Tampa Bay Bucks, our 11-point road favorites, heading to bang the drum in the, with the Carolina Panthers. The total is 40 and a half. The money line, who cares? You, you can't play it either way. What are you doing here? Um, 
I think the Panthers are just crumbling. And I hate that I have to do this because I think 11 is too much, especially with how putrid the offense and the team in Tampa Bay has looked. I know Tom's going through some stuff. Maybe that has something to do with it. Kyle, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a report that came out that said he was deathly ill. Yeah, listen, it could be. I, I don't know. Did I mean, you see the picture of him at Kraft's wedding? Yeah. Here's here's what I don't understand, though, right? So we all watch it. We all know Tom hasn't been as good this year as he's, he hasn't been Tom Brady, right? But you look at him. He's got 1,652 yards, eight touchdowns, and one pick. So why is this team not doing better? What is the issue? Are you asking me? Yeah, I mean, is there is, is there you know, issue? There's been a lot of something? a lot of injuries. I think he's been forced to throw the ball more than he'd like. Um, he's throwing it well. Sure, sure. I'm just saying, there's been a lot of injuries. I I think that hurts the the continuity of the team. You yeah, had I a, just don't, a head coach don't, turnover. That I mean, that certainly hurt. But I just don't. I don't. I don't really understand it. I don't really get how this team is three and three. Um, I mean, he's fifth in in passing yards in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, touchdown, uh, they, touchdown they, wise, I mean, he's a little bit down the down the board. I mean, Mahomes and and Allen have been killing it, but I mean, he's he's. Ranked twelfth, he's tied with Matt Ryan, Derek Carr. So I mean, he's not really throwing touchdowns, but Fournette's got in. A couple of these guys have got in. Yeah, but the the you know in the middle, the meat of the, the schedule there, he played from behind at Kansas City, and he had to throw it fifty two times for four hundred yards. Atlanta uh, was another game where they were pushed to the limit, and he had to throw it fifty two times. So I, I think some of the data is skewed out of necessity. Um, but what are you going to do here? What are you going to do in this game? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the eleven and take Tampa Bay. Um, I I know the eleven's a lot, and it's way more than I'd like to give with anybody, especially uh, a Carolina Panther team that has their every single person on the team seems like they're playing for their job. So, I think you know, anytime a team like that's getting that many points, it's just not conducive to bet against them. But. Realistically, this team is going to be Christian McCaffrey or bust. And I think he knows that he's on his way out. He's waiting for a trade. I don't think he's going to give everything he's got. He's not going to put himself in for, you know, those extra, uh, there's extra yards. He's not going to worry about getting hurt. He wants to go somewhere and play where he's going to get, you know, ample opportunity. And it could be somewhere like Philadelphia has been in talks. It could be somewhere like Buffalo. I mean, it could be the Rams. He could end up going to the Rams. I mean, the Rams don't seem to be really happy with what they have going on out there. So, you know, it's <clears throat> it's it's just crazy to me that I'm going to give 11 here, but I just think it's the way to go. I don't see Carolina being able to score very much, and I think Tampa does just enough. So give me a, a unit here on, on Tampa Bay, minus 11. Awesome. I'm going to take a quarter unit on Carolina plus 400 on the money line. Found that that money line, did you? Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. 425. There it is. Uh, Better yeah. number. We'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey or bust. And we saw last week that he is a pretty viable weapon. And, you know, I, I think um, if they have any chance to win, it'll be, you know, behind his running ability and pass catching ability. And so I'm, I'm, I'm only taking this because I think it's where the value is. I, I think there is value in that, that plus 425 number. Um, the true value hardware store will be on McCaffrey yardage props. On oh Sunday. yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, rushing yards over receiving yards over combo yards over anytime yeah. touchdown, just give me all that. And I will probably post it in the book club if I get there. So uh, that's how I'll be looking to play this game. I hate it. I hate, you know, I hate betting on Carolina. They've, you know, screwed me over many a time this year. Yeah, and we were so both very high on them early on. What's, what's one more, you know? Yeah, I, I get right. it. Yeah. Let's stop talking about them. I'm done. <laughs> Green Bay Packers, four and a half point favorites on the road in Washington. Tyler Taylor Heineke. Boy, that's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll be leading the charge. And the total is 41 and a half. Money line. Commanders plus 193. Packers minus 205. How are you looking to play this game? Um, this falls under our our wheel wheelhouse, right? Backup QB. Backup QB week one. Um I'm gonna be I'm gonna be betting Washington here. Um, I'm gonna take the points. I'm not gonna take money line uh, because I don't I still don't think Washington has enough to win. Um, so I'm just gonna simple. I'm just following. You're doing what? Looks like you're frozen, pal. Are you losing me a little bit here? I I haven't moved. You're can taking you, Washington. Can you hear me? I got you back. Come on. Okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, Washington plus five. Following suit with our with our thing. You know, I'm not going to overthink it. Nice. Yeah, I, I actually think <laughs> I think Heineke is an upgrade. I think Heineke is an well, upgrade. Well, you're wrong. Over an injured Carson Wentz. Um, I also don't think the Green Bay should be a five-point favorite over anybody right now, especially, you know, well, maybe Carolina, but especially on the road. So – I like Washington here getting the points. I found a five while you were uh, Rosie Robot glitching out there. So we'll take the five and, uh, you know, you're right. Let's not overthink it. Let's just go back to the well on a rule we know works. Yeah. Next up, the Detroit Rock City Lions are seven-point dogs to Dak Prescott and America's team in Dallas. The total, 48 and a half. The Cowboys are a $3 favorite. Are you playing Dak here? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, I really want to play the money line here for, for Detroit. Um, I'm a little Nothing's worried about you. it. Nothing's stopping you. I know. Um, I, I just I still don't believe in the Cowboys either. Um, it looks like the Lions might be getting DeAndre Swift back this week. Um, Huge. I, I know that they're talking about it. They he's he's practicing and and trying to get back. Um, <clears throat> you know I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Ragnow being in or out this week, but uh, I, I mean I I just don't 
I'm I'm not overly impressed with Dallas's defense. I know it's 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 gotten a lot of love here as of late, but I'm not that impressed. I think Cooper Rush is an upgrade over Dak Prescott. Um, I do. I really do. I thought the guy, you know, he he threw three picks against the Eagles. It sucks, but other than those, and even I mean, he weathered that storm. You know what I mean? Eagles defense is a good defense, and he weathered that storm and and you know was able to put up you know two scores on them. Uh, you know, came out firing after halftime. Yeah, but, a great uh, second half. Yeah, great yeah, half. yeah. I mean, I think that what's worrying me about the Eagles, and it showed in that Cowboys game, is you know the the big thing that I was talking about was the second half. You know, I mean, why aren't they scoring as much in the second half? Why do they seem to go dead? Um, I don't know if it's as much complacency as it is um, coaching. Yeah, I'm starting to think it is. I, yeah. I, I'm starting to think it's a little bit of complacency, and I, I, I don't know if they are. I don't think they make good adjustments. I was just going to say it. I don't think they make yeah. good on-the-fly adjustments. I, I think they're yeah. brilliant game planning. I mean, oh, we yeah. see that first half, week after week after week. They will put you to sleep. They will lean on you for the first 30 minutes. And then, you know, out of halftime, um, it's a whole different team. Yeah, out of halftime, it is defense make make the plays and and don't give up touchdowns. Give up three if you have to, and it's offensively Jalen Hurts. Now's your chance to make plays. And I don't know if that long term, you know, I love the Eagles, but I don't know if long term that's a recipe for success for this season. Um, I think, you know, they may they may still get through the NFC, but. You go up against a team like the Chiefs or the Bills, you can't you can't do that because those are teams that make really good adjustments, and those are teams that can bury you when they start getting on top of you. And the Eagles are going to have to be a team that's able to score throughout the entire game and and make those adjustments. Um, with that being said, I think the Lions make good adjustments, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to do what they did in the second half against the Eagles. Um, I was more worried about playing the Lions than I was the Cowboys, uh, and that would be with Dak or without him. Um, so I'm going to just take the seven here with Detroit and for a unit and hop along my way. That's a winner. I'm on Detroit too. Uh, I think this, this Cowboys defense got a little bit exposed. Uh, they are not as good as all the talking heads make them out to be. Uh, I mean, they're improved. They're certainly improved from last year, but they are they are not the bee's knees or the cat's pajamas that, you know, these these pundits, you know, make them out to be. Not a big believer in that Cowboys defense. But give me the lines, especially if, if Swift is on the comeback trail. I, I'm, I'm excited to see him back out on the field. We had, had big hopes and dreams for this cat. So uh, I like the lines quite a bit. And to me, I, I think that's where the value is. And Amon Ra's healthy again. He's back. He was back last week. Uh, he was on his, you know, his little hey, let's ease you back in. But this week, it's it's full on, let him rock. So I mean, this this is a a full force Detroit Lions number one in the league, fully healthy offense. So you know this team can score. So I I, I expect a seven to hold pretty well. Sweet. All right, we've got the spunky Atlanta Falcons led by Marcus Mariota, whose career has been rejuvenated down there, down south with the sweet tea and those southern girls. And they're heading up to Cincinnati uh, to take on Joe Burrow. And that that offense, it's looking like it's starting to click. 
the Bengals are six and a half point favorites at home. The total is 47 and a half and the Bengals are $2 and 65 cent favorites. What are we doing with this game? Um, so it looks like six and a half is kind of where it's sitting. Six and a half is the prevailing line. Yes. Um, you know what? The Bengals do look much better and I think they win this game, but the Falcons are six and zero against the spread. They are a gambler's dream and they are, I think unlike the, unlike the giants, this is a real team that really mucks it up. They've played good teams. They've played teams tough that they shouldn't even hung in with. Uh, Mariota does just enough. And this is another team that makes really good adjustments throughout. So um, I'm going to go a unit here and take the six and a half with the Falcons. And uh, hopefully they're seven now against the spread. They won't be because Cincinnati is going to pound them. I'm taking Cincinnati okay. minus six and a half. I need, I would need seven to take Atlanta here. Um, I like the team. I like Mariota. I like what they do on offense. Um, just, man, I, it's hard to put a finger on them because, you know, early in the year and all our preseason shows, we had them slated to be one of the worst teams in the league. And here they are three and three straight up six and zero against the spread. Truly uh, a team that nobody believed in. And you're seeing that with, with Vegas and they, they have been slow to adjust. I think this line is super sharp. It's begging for Cincinnati money and you're going to get mine. So I'm either falling into the trap or I'm going to look like a genius um, stepping in front of the Atlanta cover train. But give me Joe Burrow and and these uh, Cincinnati bungles. Next up, we've got the Cleveland Browns, six-and-a-half-point road dogs to the Baltimore Ravens, who, man, they've been quite the story so far this year. Uh, The total is 45-and-a-half, and and they are $2.75 favorites. What the heck do you do with these Baltimore Ravens, man? Um, I think anything, anything that's over four, you take the other team every single time. They're not a team who can hold a lead. And when you're getting almost a touchdown here, it looks like another six and a half spread. When you're getting almost a touchdown, it's that's like it's crazy to me. This is a divisional game. Uh, Cleveland will play them tough. Cleveland has the ability to run the football really, really well. They have the ability to, um, I mean, they're doing kind of what, you know, Cleveland brass had hoped in the absence of Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? You're staying within the thick of things. And I think if you can move to three and four here, I think they feel that they have a really good opportunity. Now, do they actually win the football game? No, I don't think so. I think the Ravens pull it out. But, I mean, there's a lot riding on this game. And I think there's more riding on this game for Cleveland than Baltimore. So give me the divisional rival getting six and a half going into Baltimore here. Um, I just think it's too much for a team that, that can't finish out games. So I'm, I'm with you. And I think this might be the first time I, I – bet against the Ravens all year long so far. Um, I think they, I, I heard a stat and, you know, maybe one of our listeners can, can research it for me and, and get back to us. But I think they are the only team to ever have a 10 point lead in each game 
and be 500 by this point in the season. Uh, they've had a 10-point lead in every single game, and they blew three of them against yep. the Giants, against the Dolphins, against Buffalo. Maybe you can understand the Buffalo game, but they almost blew it to Cincinnati. Um, I, I don't I, just, I don't give them a pass on Buffalo either because Buffalo, they were up 20-3. to three. Yeah. And you didn't score. You didn't score the second half. You lost 23 to 20. Yeah. For a team that I don't care fucking who you are, for a team that is this reliant on an offense and this reliant on a quarterback who you're about to pay a fuck ton of money for, you can't do that. You can't not score in the second half of a game against the fucking Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and I mean, just the the – Final pick that, um, you know, Lamar threw is just unexcusable. I mean, you got to know the situation in time and down and everything. You, you just you have to know what's happening on the field. And that that was sure it was a, a you know a blown up play with you know a loose football, but throw it away, yeah. throw it away. But um, I like Cleveland here. I think they can pound the rock. Uh, this Baltimore defense has not been great. Uh, they have shown. Uh, that they are susceptible against the run. They have a soft underbelly, if you will. Uh, so I think Nick Chubb and the gang can get it done, at least cover this number. So give me the six and a half with you. This is a squad ride. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS. That's D-E-G-E-N-S. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, next up, we've got the Zach Wilson and the, the football Jets and the Mom Slayers are one-point dogs heading into Broncos country. Let's ride. And Russell Wilson. Let's ride. 38-point spread. Or 38 point uh, total. Uh, and this is about a, a coin flip on the money line, as the, the spread would suggest. What are you doing with this? I love the Jets. Yeah, I fucking love the Jets. Um, I told you when we did our original show that I love the Jets this year. 
and I think I was laughed at by a few of the other DJs and some people in the in the book club. I don't know um, if it was because he liked the Jets or just because he deserved to be laughed at. Well, I'm gonna just put it down as it was because I love the Jets because it more so drives home my 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 feelings here. Yeah, but corroborates uh, your story, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I fucking love the Jets. This is the epitome of defense wins championships. This defense is fucking tough. And since Brees Hall has decided that I'm going to be a National Football League running back and I'm going to be that motherfucking dude, this team has been just torching. And this team can pass the football. It, and it seems, you know, I was a little bit worried with Wilson coming back um, and that maybe it was just a little bit of, you know, some some late – late career twilight, you know, situation with Joe Flacco where it was just like, hey, listen, this is all he's got left. You know what I mean? I was a long-time quarterback in this league. I, I won Super Bowls. I was Super Bowl MVP. I did all this stuff. This is this is all I got left. I'm leaving everything I got out here. But it seems like maybe this team's just pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, You know, the, the defense, if there's one thing that, that Denver's been really bad at, it's offense. I mean, Denver's got a really good defense, too. But um, one of the best, I mean, it's, yeah. it's borderline elite. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that shows in the, you know, over under line at 38. I mean, sure. And it could really very easily go under. I mean, this could be another Thursday night, you know, nine to seven game type deal. Thank God it's not a standalone game. And I fuck know. you, NFL, for putting the Broncos in four primetime yeah. slots so far in the first six weeks. Like, go fuck yourself, Roger Yeah, Dale. yeah that's that's terrible. Nobody, nobody does he not realize that nobody really likes Russell Wilson like that? Maybe he does. You know, maybe. You know, maybe he That's goes true. six to midnight whenever Russell Wilson's mic'd up on a standalone game. Well, maybe he actually, maybe he actually has Russell Wilson's phone number, and Russell Wilson doesn't make him get in touch with his publicist. Could be. I mean that that actually that feels right. So uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, it must be internet around here. It must be yeah. fucking with something. Um. But, yeah, but all right, you know what? On I'm, I'm on the Jets' money line here. Okay. Even Hard. money. Love plus, it. Plus one, one hundo. You're not paying anybody any juice. Not nothing. I cool. am the fucking juice. Sure. Uh, I'm on the Jets here, plus one. And my man, Brees Hall. Now, I know you talked about him a little bit, Kyle, but I don't know if the, the listeners know why maybe you're – you're such a big fan and also a little salty at the same time. You and I played each other in fantasy this week. And um, I don't know if you saw the final score, but I doubled you. And Brees Hall was my uh, wide receiver, running back, tight end flex. And um, I didn't have to start too many other players besides him to take care of your team. So no, I'm, a, no. I'm, a, I'm a big Brees Hall fan. And, uh, Love seeing the development out of that guy. I'm going to just keep rooting, rooting for him, rooting from a fantasy squad and rooting against Russell Wilson. Give me the Jets plus one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm having, I, I'm in um, three leagues this year, just three. Nice and easy going year. Um, two of my leagues, I'm five and one in and have scored the most points by like a hundred in each one of them. Um, 
our DGen league here, I am absolutely pickle dragging everybody in the league. The the league that you beat me in, I'm having a lot of fucking issues. Yeah, team twelve I, uh, inch Ditka. Uh, actually, I did double you. Get team yeah. get in the tub, Jeff Janis. Won 138.7 to 66.56. Yeah, no, I now I do want to point out that I had I did have some some buys this past week. Yeah, it looks like Amon Ra was sitting. Uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae uh, was out. Yeah, yeah I, and Carson got hurt. Carson got hurt, but I mean, realistically, I've been getting like eight points out of my quarterback every week. It's yeah, been, you haven't you haven't made a lot road. of you have not made a no. lot of good decisions there. No, right, no, so it's been a rough one. Let's move on because nobody wants to hear about how I just beat the shit out of you in uh in week six. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, the Houston Texans are seven point road dogs heading to Las Vegas. The total forty five and a half, and the Raiders are two dollar and eighty cent favorites. What are you doing here? Well, um, this this is a, a, a Raiders team that I've been high on, and it looks like they're finally kind of coming into fruition a little bit. Um, the 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 buy came at a nice time. Um, I, I think it's it's really going to end up helping them. They kind of had a, a week to kind of get things right and kind of figure things out. Um, I know that. I mean, the the Texans have been a tough out all year. And I think seven's a lot, but I'm I'm gonna go uh, minus seven here. I'm gonna still give up the points, and, and I'm gonna take the the Raiders here uh, to go back to two and four. Um, it looks a little a little rough for my playoff bet for the Raiders. I don't think they're gonna make it. The Chiefs just keep keep on winning, but um, yeah, I I, I do like them this week, and I, I think they cover. Yeah, it's 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 the the Texans have been one of my darlings that I like betting on uh, this year. But I think um, you know the Raiders out of the bye, um, I, it, it's going to be hard to to bet against them. Especially, man, they've they've had just some tough luck, straight up losses. I mean, just oh yeah. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams, he's a he's a superstar in this league, and you know he thought he made the catch to put them in field goal position and get that win. And, uh, you know, it was overruled. And then the very next play, him and Renfro run into each other, like a couple of stooges out there, you know, and, and that just won't do. And they have higher expectations as a group. He has higher expectations as a man. And um, I I just, I think they, they get it right this weekend against the, just a, you know, a bad Texans team. Um, The Texans have stuck around in, in a couple of ball games I don't think this is one of them. The the Raiders go to the woodshed here. Give me the Raiders minus seven. Yeah, this could be a, this could very well be a beating that we watch. I mean, this could have been like, you know, Devontae Adams and and you know Josh Jacobs walk into the locker room and and give a go fuck yourself to everybody in that room type of speech. And, and if, it's a, if it's a beating that Devontae Adams is is handing out, he may want to be careful because he's got one pending right now. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there's no other cameramen in the rooms, but um, yeah, I mean this this very well could be just a of a, a fucking. This is a like a blowout of the week candidate for me. Yep, agreed. I just, you know, I I can't see the Texans hanging in this one. But uh, next up, we've got the Geno Smith led Seahawks. They are six point road dogs heading into Los Angeles and those Chargers. 
total is set at 51. And the Chargers are $2.50 favorites. Um, I like this as a tease candidate for the Chargers, teasing them to a pick. But uh, what do you what do you like here? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's really good. I, I it's tough. It's tough to watch the Seahawks because I, I just don't like they they really fucking confuse me, right? Um, they go out there, they beat Detroit and drop forty eight on their fucking head, um, and then they beat Arizona in like nineteen to nine. Like, you know, they give up a lot of points. They're just a team that kind of hangs in the game. You know, whether they can kind of do everything with it. You score high, we'll score high. You score low, we're not going to score very much either. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, looking at the teams they've played, other than San Francisco, who, you know, beat them 27 to 7, they haven't faced a defense nearly as good as what the Chargers have. Um, I expect Khalil Mack to be in Geno Smith's face all day long. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that there's some some really good things that are happening for the Chargers. Uh, Gerald Everett at tight end is really kind of coming into his own. He is catching everything. He's all over the place. And he looks like a legitimate tight end. And the combination of having him out there and Josh Palmer, who played really well last week too, um, I, I think they're just too much for them. So I'm going to get ahead. I feel good with, with giving the six here. Um, and I'm just going to take the Chargers here, minus six for a unit. Yep, I'm with you. If I got to play straight, I uh, got to bet the Chargers. Um, they had a – I mean, they were very, very fortunate to, to you know, get out of that uh, last week mess with a win. I mean, you know, there were no first downs in overtime. Um, the, the Broncos really took away, um, uh, Mike Williams and, you know, I just, I don't see that happening again. I just, I I think that the chargers were very close to, you know, breaking the game open and they had a lot of holding penalties. I mean, just a, a ton at just the worst time. And that when you get behind the sticks, and you're always in second and 20, uh, you know, or, or third and 14 or whatever. It's just impossible to run a game plan. So uh, especially with a head coach like the the Chargers have. So um, I think that this game is the Chargers to cover. Uh, give me the give me the Chargers minus the six. And I'm not going to think twice about it. That's that's the play. Um, next up, we've got the Chiefs. They are two-and-a-half-point road dogs uh, going to San Francisco. And my Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers, the total is 48-and-a-half. Uh, the money line, the 49ers are $1.30 dogs, or you can have the Chiefs as a $1.40 favorite. I don't really know why this spread is so low. Um, I, I I just – I'm not I'm not that high on – the 49ers mm-hmm. i know that you love them i know that with jimmy g out there they're definitely better than what they were with with dick face trey lance but the team still just doesn't do anything for me they lost to atlanta last week um 
Carolina, they they handled pretty pretty well. The Rams have been awful. They lost to Denver. It seems like any team with any sort of gumption, you know, and that's giving Denver a little bit of gumption. They don't play that well. So they've had a really easy schedule, it looks like here. I mean, Seattle, Denver, Rams, Carolina, Atlanta. There's not a lot of really good teams in that bunch. And they're three and three. Uh, however, the Chiefs have looked to be a top three team at a different level in this league. Um, it's just it's it's too much for me. It's it's too much. So I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna take the Chiefs here with the spread uh, for a full unit. They are. Let's see what is that minus two and a half. I think is what we said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm really really happy with giving that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I like the 49ers to rebound here. Uh, I'm going to wait for a three. And if one doesn't pop up, if this thing weirdly moves back to two, which is a, an odd movement, I'll just be on the money line. So I like the 49ers, uh, the chiefs, man, what a heartbreaker last week. I was on the chiefs money line there when they were a, a small dog at, uh, you know, at Buffalo, I'm sorry, against Buffalo, um, at home, but, um, Really like Jimmy G and the and the squad to bounce back. Um, kind of a gut play. I, I I feel like the Chiefs are probably the smart side. Uh, I'm just gonna take the gonna take the Niners and hope they get me to the window because this has just been a ridiculously stupid year trying to handicap these games. So um, gut says Niners. Um, I'm rolling with it. Next up, we've got the Steelers and. Uh, Let's see. They are seven point dogs on the road. Two is coming back for the Dolphins. Uh, the total was 44 and a half. They are $3 favorites. Uh, Tua said he was knocked unconscious and he's, he's going to be on the field. What, two, two weeks later? What, what's the yeah. scoop? Um, the scoop is what the fuck is Miami doing? I mean, I guess if you want to like die on a football field, Miami would be the, the first place you'd. You'd want to go, right? Yeah, I mean, it could be worse places to die. You could die in like fucking, I don't know, Chicago. Yeah, you could die in Chicago, and that would suck too. Um, You could die in Detroit, which is not a good place to die. Um, Realistically, here, I mean, I just don't, I don't know, even with two out there, what we're gonna get. I, I I was really high on Skylar Thompson. He he left last week early, uh, forced Teddy Bridge to come in, which I didn't like. Um, you know they 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 lost to Minnesota. I I, I just I think with Skylar Thompson out there, they got a better chance. Um, I I just don't. This team's been reeling ever since the very first two injury happened. Yep. Um. Because they, they were going to win that game. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And they, they lost 27-15, 40-17, 24-16. So they haven't scored more than 17 points since that happened. Um, I mean, even they even they, they beat Buffalo 21-19. They scored more on Buffalo. So I, I just don't – I don't believe in them, man. I, I don't – even with two out there, I just can't trust it. Um on the other side, however, I I like the Steelers. They're still in the thick of things in that division. They have the ability. They have the possibility of still winning that division. Nobody in that division is is overly good. 
the best team is probably the Ravens, and they've got issues. So um, I actually like the Steelers here money line uh, for a unit. Awesome. Uh, that is plus 270. Listen, man, yeah. I'm going to join you on this long shot, long shot play here. Um, I would have loved to see uh, Teddy out there because I, I think maybe it would have been the first matchup uh, or first game in NFL history where both starting quarterbacks wore two gloves. Would have loved to yeah. see it. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a guy that that loves history and records were made to be broken and the record was probably three gloves, but this would have been four. And that would have been just truly exciting, riveting television. So uh, I'm still going to take the the man wearing two gloves. Give me Kenny Pickett. Uh, looks like Fitzpatrick is going to play. I'm looking yep. at the, uh, the the injury report here, and uh, he was Fryermuth was, was a go. full full participant as well. Correct. Yeah. So all the pieces that that Pittsburgh relies on um, will be suited up in action. I like the Steelers here, and boy, that that price is ridiculous. Plus two seventy. If you want to play it safe, take the tutty. But I like to live dangerously, and it it appears you do as well. So. I too like to live dangerously. There he is. I set it up for you. Uh, but yeah, it looks like we got a little consensus on this $2 and 70 cent dog. Yeah. I mean, I listen, it, I'm really excited for the game. Um, this is going to be a game that, I mean, first of all, it's Sunday night football, so it's going to be awesome anyway, but two it's, it's, I mean, I love watching Kenny Pickett play football. I love watching him out there. He commands that offense. When he's out there and Trubisky's out there, this is a very different team. Very, very different team. Uh, Kenny Pickett might not be all the way there yet. He's not as developed as as he's going to be. But, man, the team doesn't feel like they're going to lose, especially if you're down a touchdown. You know what I mean? Pickett can, can bring you back from there. So, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm – I'm excited. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for two glove to go out there and, 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 and ram Miami's dick right in the dirt. There you go. And, right. and consciously I would like that to be the final play of this entire week because God fucking forbid, I got to watch Monday night football this week. And Monday night football is the Chicago bears and they are eight point dogs heading into new England. And let's see the, the total. Should be a just a high flying scoring contest. This thing is set at 39 and a half. Yeah, uh, the Bears are three dollar dogs. You can have the Patriots for three dollars and 45 cents. Tell me, Kyle, why are the Bears in prime time so much? Um, you know what I think happened here this year? Uh, we saw it, we, we actually talked about it a lot, but. Think of all the storylines that we got early in this year, right? We got, oh, Wentz back to Philly. Uh, we got Tyreek playing the Chiefs. We got, you know, so-and-so going back, you know, Russ Russ playing the Seahawks, you know, first Monday night football game or Sunday night. Like, there was so much fucking shit. When you do that, when you set a schedule up to be uh, – Just front-loaded. Just Yeah, just, just set up to be – all about storylines cool it, it it does leave for good football but when you do that you're gonna have some real shit fucking games in some pretty prime slots and 
I mean, we've had to watch. There hasn't been, I feel like anyway, a good week of primetime football games. There hasn't been a good Thursday, good Sunday, and good Monday night football game. So, I mean, I found found myself, I love the NFL. But NBA has started now, and the Phillies have been on. And I have found myself leaning away from NFL for the first time ever to watch NBA or fuck it. Like, Monday night, I'm not, I might not watch this game. I might watch, you know, a Sixers game or, or, you know, a fucking Phillies game if they're, if they're on, I don't think they're going to be on on Monday, but, um, I might watch those games over this. I mean, these are the, the shit that we've had to deal with for the last, you know, six weeks of the season. And this isn't any better with that being said, I fucking hate it, but I, I still don't believe in new England. I do really like Bailey Zappi. I think he's, I think he's better than Mac Jones. Uh, that kid fucking twirls it, man. I really like that kid. He's a, um, he's a uh, Houston Baptist product. Yeah, man. I, I know that you're high on him because you watched him in college and you followed him and you know more about him than than probably most people that are even listening to this show other than maybe, you know, Mr. Kyle Hunter. But fuck, man. That kid is fucking fun to watch. You know what I mean? That, that, that kid, he looks like he wants to play and he – I've it, it's kind of like the situation in my mind when you look at him and Mac Jones. I was never high on Mac Jones. Even last year, I wasn't high on Mac Jones. Anytime you can win a football game and you throw the ball three times, you're a fucking dick. You don't deserve to be in the fucking field. I could throw the ball three times. You're a dickhead. I don't I think you I don't, have one completion. Yeah, you're not a you're not a quarterback. You're a fucking game manager. And I think Belichick knows that. Um when Mac Jones is completely healthy, which I know is questionable to return. But I think when Mac Jones is completely healthy, I don't know if he wins his job back over Bailey Zappi. I mean, he's to, he's he's turned New England into a different type of team. Yeah, and I mean, it's, al- it's always Zappi hour. New yeah, listen, I get it, and I I love it. And when you say things like that, it makes me want to bet the New England Patriots. Um, so I can say it's Zappi hour. Um, so what I'm going to do officially here is I'm going to change my pick. Smart money is is bears plus eight because they can muck up the field and muck up the waters and fields can, you know, keep it under control for long enough and not really get that far away. Um, but fuck that man. It's zappy hour. All right. Fucking I, New England minus seven and a half. I found Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Chicago plus eight. Cause I need a win. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like Bailey Zappy a lot. Um, but Chicago, man, they can run the ball. That's the only thing they do. Well, uh, they should have, one, um, you know, what was that on Thursday night? Was that was that the last time they played? I'm asking you. I truly don't know. Yeah. When, when it was the throw at the goal line, you know, Justin Fields, he actually made a good throw there. And, uh, you know, it, it that should have been the game winner. And it was, you know, bobbled, and that cost them the dub. Uh, but I think Chicago getting eight. I think Fields, you know um, – I'm going to be on his rushing props again because they all cashed last week. I'm going to be on his rushing props again. Give me the eight. It's the smart money. I don't like it. I don't like betting on the Bears. I would much rather bet on Bailey Zappi, but I need a win. So there we are. We have bet the board yet again, week seven. Quite a quite a mountain we've climbed here, Kyle. Yeah, it's it's like uh, 
now kill him and go fuck myself every week when I have to bet the board because it really brings down your average. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. So, you know, I know that we aren't necessarily taking every single game that we are putting out there and saying, listen, this is where I'm, this is what I would take. This is what I would do. And it's more so some of them are, are, are more so informational purposes, but man, it fucking sucks looking at your card and you're fucking, you know, 10 and seven and whatnot. Cause you know, you wouldn't have taken a bunch of those fucking losses. So yep. it's been but very hey, man, difficult. It's a, it's the nature of the beast. It is um, just very quickly. Uh, I would just like to, have a commercial here for the book club. It's the dgens.net. It's $25 a month, but you can get a three day free trial. That thing is popping off. We have tons of new members. It has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, you just, you get all of arches NFL plays on Sunday, the stuff that doesn't make the air, the real good stuff that he hides behind a paywall. Uh, my college football plays are still up. I think 18 and a half units so far this year. Uh, we've got just a ton of racing picks that we just finalized. That'll be going out first thing in the morning after we, we, uh, shop the prices. I mean, there is so much money to be made, especially with all these sports going on, NBA, MLB, NFL, college football, um, racing is, is wrapping up. We've got another month left of that and spoiler alert. Unfortunately, the price is going to have to go up next year just because of all the volume and, you know, all the all the, the subscriptions that we have to pay for to, to have this product and deliver it to you. Twenty five bucks a month. Lock it in now. And that price is good forever for you. So that's just the 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 old, um, you know, commercial. Yeah, listen, it's uh, it's kind of like Bitcoin, right? You know, we're basically Bitcoin. You can get in. You know, at at you know twenty five dollars a share right now, or you can wait until next year when we get fucking huge and you're paying us five grand a month. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, I I don't. It won't go that high, but you know what you know what I'm saying. That's just how that's how math works. I think. Yeah, it's it's called uh, I believe it's called inflation. There it is. Yeah, there it is. But uh, yeah, um, really looking forward to this week in football up until the Monday night game. I can go. Fuck itself. That's true. Uh, but it's it's super late. It's twelve thirty four a.m. Yeah, Kyle. Adios, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.